Okay. So here we are on the 25th of Elul, very special day, day of creation. Our Rosh Hashanah on Sunday night and Monday is a time when we commemorate the creation of man, us, the purpose. But the world was created on the 25th of Elul. Today, it's a very special day. So the timing of the day begins the 19th letter. Now, in this letter, we're discussing the concept of creation. In order to enable the infinite light of God to create worlds, which by definition are finite, we need an intermediary. How do you get from infinite? However small you make infinite, it's still infinite. How do you get infinite to finite? So we need an intermediary to bridge the gap between infinite and finite. And this intermediary, after I've explained, is the Torah. What does it mean an intermediary? An intermediary means you need to be part of both elements, meaning there's part of Torah that has to be infinite to connect to the infinite light of God, and there's part of Torah that has to be finite to connect to the finite realities of creation that are being created from this infinite light through the bridge of Tyra. So Tyra is comprised of a light and a garment. As the verse says, he wraps himself with light as with a garment. So this verse is implying that there's a light hidden in a garment. So we're talking here of Tyra. There's the light of Tyra, which is its infinite inwardness. And then there's the garment of Tyra, which is its finite and revealed exterior. So the infinite inner light of Tyra connects to the infinite light of God. And the finite external dimension, the garment of Tyra, connects to the finite creation. And thus, Tyra bridges the infinity of God and creation, which is finite. The garment, the exterior finite element of Tyra, is what we call nigla, the revealed dimensions of Tyra, within which is concealed the pneumius of Tyra, the inner dimension of Tyra, the infinite dimension. And to understand this, what we're also going to begin discussing today is the difference between comprehending Tyra and prophetic comprehension. So, the Arizal HaKadosh, Rabbi Yitzhak Gloria, said that Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moses, did not understand, did not get the inner, most profound dimension of God's Chachma, of his seminal wisdom, which is called, in the language of Kabbalah, the father of Atzilus. Abba Vatsila. In other words, the degree of divinity called the supernal chachma, the seminal wisdom, isn't limited to the seminal wisdom in the highest spiritual world, the world of Atsila. There are many levels higher than that. There's the seminal wisdom as it's in the Kesar, the crown. There's higher than that. There's the seminal wisdom as it is in Adam Kazon, in the man above etc. 
So Valserve is saying that all of these levels of the seminal wisdom of Chachmah were beyond Moses. Even the inner dimension of Chachmah, the seminal wisdom, in the highest world, in the world of Atzilus, even Abba, the father of Atzilus. So then obviously, Moses couldn't comprehend things higher than that, like the crown, like Hester. So what was Moses getting? I mean, this is Moses. So what he understood was the external levels of Chachmah, the external levels of the seminal wisdom, which are invested in Bina, the next divine attribute, which means the attribute of understanding. So the inner essence aspect of Chachmah, of the seminal wisdom, could not be grasped and cannot descend. But the external aspect of it, the external aspect of the seminal wisdom can descend into the next level of divinity, which is the attribute of bina, of comprehension of understanding, which then in turn is invested in the seven lower divine attributes, what we call the small face, the ear anpin. So the external dimension of the seminal wisdom of Chachma is invested in Bina, in understanding, which then that package is invested in the seven attributes of emotion, the what we call Midos, which is called the Inkabola, the Zir Ampin, the small face. Now the word Mida is interesting because Mida, of course, we think of as a term for emotion, but Mida really literally means a measure. So what does that imply? Why are we calling emotions measure? Well, the point here is a measure is something very finite. A measure means it's, it's this and it's not that and it's this big and not smaller and not larger. It's measured. So using the term measure implies a level of divinity which is so contracted, it's within, so to speak, finite dimensions. So these seven emotional attributes are used by this term me, the measure, to imply that the infinite light of God at this stage has literally garbed itself in measures, in finite, to become the source of creation. Now this idea that the supernal seminal wisdom, Chochmah, descends to comprehension, to Bina, and then is expressed within the seven emotional attributes, really implies the divergence of legal rulings in Tyra, meaning at the level of the emotions, that's when we have halacha. That's when we have what God wants. Emotion means what I want. And there's emotion to be kind, and I want to be kind. And there are laws that express God's desire for kindness. And then there's the emotion of holding back, of withholding, of gavur, of strength. And that's also expressed in various legal rulings. Because all of the laws of Torah, just saying if something's valid or invalid, kosher, apostle, innocent or guilty, pure, impure, they're all expression of God's emotions. So if something is ruled as kosher, as innocent, as pure, that means it's an expression of God's kindness. If something is ruled as invalid, as guilty, as impure, it's an expression of the emotion of God's judgment, of God's severity. Now, the divine seminal wisdom, Chachma, not only got into Bina, understanding, and not only got into, in general, these seven emotions, but even gets to the lowest, which is, of the seven, you could sort of divide them into the three higher ones, kindness, severity, and beauty, or compassion, Chesed, 
And then you have the four lowest ones. And those four lowest ones are like the extrinsic offshoots of the three basic emotions of kindness, of judgment, and of beauty. Here, this point was Moses' prophecy, meaning Moses' prophecy was apprehending the inner dimension of these four lower emotions whose function is to bring about the descent of the loftier attributes into all the following worlds. This is in the world of Atsilas. All the successive worlds need the divine energy that's invested in Atsilas to go down to the world of Bria, to the world of Yusir, to the world of Asiya. So these four lower emotions are the transfer that are going to be able to take that infinite energy that became invested in the finiteness of the very, very, very spiritual reality of Atsilas and bring it down to the far more finite world of Bria, Yitzhir, and Asiya. And that was as far as Moses' prophecy could go. Again, the seminal wisdom Chachma, as it's invested in being a comprehension, as it's invested in the lower four emotions, at that point, Moses would get the inner dimension of it. But he couldn't go higher than that. Anything higher, he could only get the external aspect. But the inner dimension, it was of the lower four emotions. So this sort of makes us understand why God said to Moses, you can see my back. You can't see my face. Meaning Moses can only see the back of God's wisdom because the real inner dimension of God's wisdom didn't descend. Remember I said that God's Wisdom in its inner essence state stays at the level of chachma, the level of the seminal wisdom. Only the external dimension of chachma, the seminal wisdom, is being invested in being in comprehension and then further being invested in the seven emotions. So in the revealed aspect of Tyra, we don't have the undistilled essence of the seminal wisdom. We only have like a pale, diluted version. We only have the external levels. So God is saying to Moses, you can't see my face. You can't get the real inner dimension of my seminal wisdom. You can't. You can get the diluted version of it. You can get the external levels of it. The external levels you can get in an inner dimension because the external level of the seminal wisdom as it's invested in understanding is then going to be invested in these lower emotions and that you could get entirely. It's not more. Now, this is surprising. Why is it surprising? Because Moses was the greatest, greatest prophet of all time. And the one giving us this information about Moses, remember, is the Arizal HaKadr from Yitzhak Gloria. Yitzhak Gloria taught many, many concepts about the inner dimension of levels far transcending the seminal wisdom of Atsilas, far transcending the crown, the capture of Atsilas. So how is this possible that Moses, who was the greatest prophet of all time, perhaps exclusive of King Mashiach himself, how is it possible that Moses only could grasp the inner dimension of these four lower emotions when Rabbi Yitzhak Luria, the Arizal, grasped the inner dimension of levels far beyond this world of Atsilas entirely? How is it possible? And for that, we will continue tomorrow.